Welcome to the Post Sunday Podcast, presented by Genesis Church. A place to go further, discover more, and to learn things you possibly never have. It's not just enough to know of God. We want you to know Him. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, it's time to rethink life the way God intended. This is the Genesis Post Sunday Podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Post Sunday Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys with us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Sierra, and I am here with our man, your Pastor Chad Harper. <laughs> your favorite pastor. What's up, amigo? What's up? Yay. So, uh, Pastor Tim is on vacay. He's enjoying his time with his family. Uh, in the hopefully. meantime, we are, yeah. Hopefully he's enjoying <laughs> his time with his family. In the meantime, we got our executive pastor, Chad Harper, uh, with us this week. You guys were tuned in on, um, yesterday on Sunday. Uh, we had uh, He brought an amazing word. But uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Welcome to Post Sunday Podcast. We're dedicated to diving deeper into the Word of God. Uh, and we also, uh, it's a continuation of Sunday's words. So if you're able to join us at Genesis Church Orlando, please do so. Uh, in this podcast, we're going to just get more practical. We're going to go deeper into the word from what was shared on Sunday. But you can find us on all podcast platforms as well as follow us on Instagram at Post Sunday Podcast. Uh, also, don't forget, tune in at 9.30 and 11 as we launch our Sunday services live at GenesisChurchOrlando.com. You can find it on YouTube and Facebook as well. So we are on episode nine on this never-ending story series that we have been uh, privileged and blessed to be a part of. I'm excited. Um, I'll be speaking in a few weeks. Chad's got a few of them lined up here ready to go. Um here in the next weeks as well. But we are basically in the story of uh, Jacob and Esau. So um, let's go a little deeper into that. Uh, Chad, obviously you started the Sunday message with basically saying I had to, my the last time that I spoke, I talked about brothers. And then here I am talking again about brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh it's interesting just how the weeks fell, um, but a lot of the brothers in the Bible had issues early. Oh, man. So Cain and Abel, that didn't end well for one of them. Uh, I guess for e either of them, it didn't end too well. And then uh, let me ask you, have you ever heard of Jacob and Esau, Johnny? Yes. Did you know Esau's story? Yeah. I talked to a lot of people. They did not know the Esau story, which was kind of kind of interesting. Um, they had heard of Jacob, but they uh, they didn't know how it all got started. And so... Um, yeah, so it was interesting trying to inform first, you know, and then inspire. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot, a lot of information, a lot of, uh, a lot of things about Jacob, you know, we're not far from Abraham. Mm -hmm. So we're still really close to the Abraham being the granddad, you know? And so that's kind of interesting when you look at, when you look at a lot of the correlations between, you know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, I mean, those are like the, you know, the three horsemen of of how it all started for, you know, for us, for our faith, for the children of Israel, you know, or, you know, really just spawned right there out of, you know, Jacob. So um, I also had a dilemma this week because I was, I couldn't tell the whole story of Jacob, you know, um, 
because there was a Tad next week, Pastor Tad, uh, Tim's little brother. That must have been hard. From, uh, yeah, from <laughs> North Carolina. So he's going to be talking about Jacob as well. And so Jacob is a redemption story, um, but yet Jacob is, um, it's an it's, he's an interesting character. So he's an interesting character. So a lot of things I couldn't go into yesterday, um, but some interesting just just factual stuff. So that uh, if you're not if you're not careful, you just get bogged down with the information, yeah. you know. And then my mind just rabbit trails so far down different holes. So um, yeah, so but it was it was good. I think yeah, that's good awesome. Feedback. Yeah, yeah. You kind of started things out with pretty much. Um, the pregnancy and how difficult that must have been. I mean, there was a battle already taking place yeah. in her womb. Yeah, um, yeah pregnancy, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, back then was so different than it is now as far as what you know, what the access, the access to the things that you know now, like, you know, when we had kids, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you can go get pictures of them, you know, 3D imaging, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And back then it was like, you know, I mean, did she know she was having boys? Did she assume exactly. she was having boys? You know what I'm saying? When he said two nations, when they were fighting, was it a boy and a girl? Was it, you know, it was maybe a girl first and a boy was second. And that's why maybe that the, the younger would rule the older. I mean, mm. like you just don't know you. So in my head, you know, I'm just weird. So like, I, I just travel all these roads, but, but when you look at it, um, you know, I think it must've been really bad for her to go before God and ask what is going on. Wow. You know, I mean, it must have hurt really bad. It must have been something inside of her soul saying like something like, I don't, I don't feel like this is right, mm. you know? And I know that, um, you know, some of the most, <laughs> I, I don't know if I said it in both services yesterday, but like when, when your wife is pregnant, it's like nine months of like complete and total helplessness yeah. as, as a husband, you know? it's true. And so I can't fix any problem, you know? And so you're always constantly, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay. And so, you know, for you know, for, for Isaac, you know, was, was he asking that was, was, you know, was, was she complaining all the time about something? Did Isaac say, Hey, go talk to God. And then he, she goes, she gets the answer. And then you look at, okay, Isaac, Esau was Isaac's favorite. Right. And then, um, Jacob was Rebecca's favorite. Right. And so then you think, why, Mm. You know, why was, why was it a mama's boy? I was talking to Johannes and he had interesting insight. Johannes is funny because sometimes he'll say stuff and he'll be like, everybody knows. And it's like, I've never heard it before in my entire life. So I don't know if he's trying to tell me I'm an idiot or like <laughs> if just Americans are idiots, like you just have no idea. So, yeah. um, so he's like, everybody knows he says, but, um, when a woman has a painful childbirth, so, um, say, say you have you know, two kids separate separately, right? So your first one's real smooth, real easy. Your second one's an awful pregnancy. The birthing is very painful, that whole process. Um, Johanna says that the mother is always closest to the child that causes her the most pain at birth. Interesting. And I said, man, I, I, I've never heard that. She, he said, oh yeah. It's like, you know, he says, everybody knows that. And so, and I said, well, why is that? He said, because it cost her the most, mm. you know? And so when you look at the birth and you look at, you know, that uh, Jacob was grabbing Esau's heel. And I, I mentioned it yesterday. So he came out arm first. I'm not a doctor, but I know that ain't right. You know? Oh, yeah. And then what that looked like and how they, how they came out and even the names of the two and why Esau, you know, means red and hairy and all this stuff. And then Jacob, it means deceitful, deceitful and deceiver and, you know, all these things. And so it's just an interesting, it's just an interesting thing that it talks a lot about the pregnancy. It talks a lot about that and the pain that came with that. And that was basically, 
Jacob came into this world like that, and he ended up living a lot of his life in that in that same way, mm. you know. And so he brought a lot of pain to a lot of people, um, you know, close to him. And so uh, there's just a lot of a lot of correlations yeah. between yeah. you know between that birth and why is it talked about so much. That's fantastic, you know? dude. So yeah, just um, interesting. You me. guys are new with us, Pastor Johannes is our Germ- Germany uh, missions pastor yeah. out there in Germany, and so he brings such a, a lot a lot of different angles. Yeah. On, insight, you know, yeah. just different things. He, yeah. Um, yeah. As Bible nerds. So yeah. Kind of cool to pick his brain. <laughs> great guy. Great guy. But, um, talk to us about the birthright. Yeah. So, so again, it's just the, the, the deeper you dive on those things, um, you know, not to rehash what I spoke on yesterday completely, but the birthright was more than just the double portion, you know, and Esau despised it. And he didn't, you know, you're kind of thinking he's, a, he was a worldly man. He was, you know, he was only concerned about the here and now. He was only concerned about like what, what's happening now. And so many people, that's, that's, that, that's how, that's how they live. That's how sometimes we live our life. It's I'm only concerned about right now, just right now. Yeah. It's a birthright. Yeah. One day I'll need that. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But right now, and you don't know when you look at the birthright, you don't know, you know, obviously he despised the fact that he didn't want to be a leader. He didn't want to be a spiritual leader. And that's all encompassing in that birthright. He was basically in line to be the next Abraham, Isaac, Esau. And in reality, even when we say the story, we say Jacob in Esau. Yeah, exactly. We don't say Esau, the oldest in Jacob. You know, when you name your kids, yeah. you don't name youngest, the oldest, you name, you know, your oldest down the line. But even when we talk about it, it's Jacob and Esau, it's not Esau and Jacob. And so it's just interesting that he didn't want that because I feel like it was too far down the road for him. Yeah. And Esau was just a, a short-sighted, you know, man. And again, like I said yesterday, though, if you're not careful, it's the Esau story. And I believe there's more lessons in the Jacob part. You know, there's so many correlations that I can't, I, I can't even, I mean, even in this time, you know, it's, there's, um, there's so many different correlations about, about Jacob and him being a deceiver and why he stole the birthright and what that meant to him. And then Rebecca helping him. And, um, I mean, it's just, there's just a lot of different things. There's so. a lot of drama in that family, bro. Yeah. What's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and I want, I want to say this in, in the right way. I don't, I don't want to say it in a, in a, um, in a demeaning way, but um, Rebecca ran that household. Isaac didn't. Um, Rebecca was in, was, was a, a vitally important, but a big piece in the deceit and, and eventually the deceit of Isaac, because fast forward a little bit and I didn't talk about it yesterday, but not only did he steal the birthright or, uh, but he also stole the blessing. And the blessing went to the oldest as well. Yeah. So Isaac, in his late in his years, was was blinded, and so what happened was Jacob said, "I want the I've already got the birthright now. I want the blessing." And so Jacob and his mother decide to go to Isaac and deceive him in his blindness, and they put hair all over Jacob and the whole thing, and went in there. And long story short, you ought to read it. It's, fascinating. Um, you know, but long story short, he goes in and steals the blessing Mm. that Isaac was supposed to give to Esau. So you see the blindness deception and Rebecca's helping Jacob do that. And you're like, how could Isaac be so, so weak? How could Isaac, you know, just not, not do those things. And you just wonder, and then, then you go back to the, you know, what happened to Isaac? Like, why was Isaac 
the way that Isaac was? Why was he a guy that was showing favoritism? Why was he the one that was doing these things and, and not being the, the, the leader in that home that you think he should? And then you have to go back and, I mean, Isaac has daddy issues. His daddy tried to kill him. <laughs> and so even though it's like one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, but he didn't. It's like, I know, but his daddy tried to kill him. So he lived his whole life knowing my dad almost killed me because God said so. And I'm not a psychiatrist, but that's got to mess you up. And you can see the faith of Abraham, but in reality, did that, did that have anything to do with how Isaac led his children? Wow. Did that have anything to do with how Isaac led his household? And so you don't know, but again, that's where my mind goes. You yeah. think about all those things of like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talked last week, I mean, uh, Pastor Tim and I, how Isaac really, for Abraham, became a favorite. He had other sons. Yeah. And you wonder, Isaac seeing that, playing kind of a very similar role. Um, and then fast forward. So Jacob... In a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about a guy named Joseph. Yeah. Joseph was Jacob's favorite. That's crazy. Of all the what, 12 brothers? Yeah. Who is the favorite? You know, so, so, I mean, it's a generational thing that goes on. But even rewind to the blindness. So, Jacob deceives his dad with blindness. Remember what happened on Jacob's wedding night? His father-in-law deceived him with blindness. Meaning... He thought he was marrying who? And married her sister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was blinded. And so it's, it's, it's amazing just the correlation between the two wow. things. And what I believe truly the story of Jacob, and again, I don't, I don't know exactly where Pastor Tad's going to take it next week because we're not dictating exactly where this, you know, where, how, how, or what you pull out of the story. But, mm. but Abraham lived a long life, Right and died in, in very old. Um, Isaac lived a long life and died very old. It doesn't tell us that Jacob did. Mm. Actually, Jacob has a conversation with Pharaoh, and I think it's like Genesis like 40, 47, Genesis 46, 47. And he tells Pharaoh, he says, my years have been few and unpleasant. And so Jacob went about things the wrong way in so many times. And it literally, what Jacob, his decisions that he made robbed his peace. Mm. And I believe Jacob lived his entire life and did a lot of good things, did a lot of shady things, but did a lot of good things. But I believe that Jacob is the example of God can bless you, but he has to discipline you. And what God was going to give to Jacob Jacob went and got on his own. And because he got it on his own, God had to discipline him. And part of the discipline was God took away his peace. Wow. And when we try to chase things that are promised to us, but we want them in our own time, in our own way, right? I think what we're robbing ourselves of is the peace that also comes with the promises. And so we're so anxious to get the promises of God. But if we don't wait for God's timing, 
we may get the promise, but we won't get the peace. That's and so that's what wow. I think you see in Jacob's life. Yeah, dude. That's fantastic. I, you mentioned something. You said many of us chase what we want only to end up losing what we need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, God is a God of have your cake and eat it too, mm. you know, and when we do it in his way. And so a lot of times you chase what you want. We've always heard, um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't even know, I, I, this is not my quote at all. I can't even remember who said it. I've heard it so many times, but uh, a leader takes you where you need to go, not where you want to go. And in life, sometimes you give up, you know, what you ultimately need because you're chasing what you want. And that's where I got that. I kind of readjusted the quote to say yeah. that, but I, that's what a lot of people do. It's like, I want, I want, I want, I want, you know, even though it's, I want the things of God, I want the things of God. It's not saying I want worldly things or I want this thing, or, I mean, sometimes it is, but like some people can say, I want God to bless me. I want God to bless me. I want God to bless me. Just bless me. God. And then you go out and you try to make your own way, mm. you know, and you're trying to make your way to God's promises instead of being, being at rest in him, you know, being at peace with him and then allowing them to come to you. And so you chase what you want, but you're losing what you need because I, I want the promises of God, but I also want the peace that comes with the promise. And when you chase what you want, you lose what you need. And a lot of us, I'm, I don't know anybody that would ever say, I don't want the peace. Yeah. I don't want the peace of God, you know? So that's, that's uh, kind of where that came from. Yeah, that's super good, man. Um, you went into like kind of the enemy's approach, just kind of what he really his angle of things and what he tries to really go at us with. Um, you mentioned he, he comes from behind and out of nowhere. Uh, he catches us at our most vulnerable state. Yeah. Uh, he convinces us uh, what we offer. Uh, what he offers is the best offer. Yeah. And he cancels out what God has in yeah. store. I was careful because <laughs> you don't ever want to compare somebody to the devil. Mm. Right. And so I really compared Jacob to the devil yesterday, but it was more Jacob's actions than his character. Um, and it was, it was something that when I, you know, when you're preparing to teach, um, you know, and, and I teach frequently. And so I, it's, I have the same approach and I, I realize nothing new is under the sun. And so I read things. I listen to messages. I listen to podcasts. I mean, preachers that you, some of you might have never heard before. Some preachers I've never heard before. I mean, literally, like, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, and so I can't remember what hit me to compare Jacob to the devil. Um, but something hit me and I couldn't get it out of my brain. And that's what I looked at. And I looked at the fact of those things that you just mentioned that I mentioned yesterday. That's exact. The, the devil never comes at us. The enemy never comes at us at our strongest point. Even when he tempted Jesus in the desert, right? Yeah. So he waited until he had fasted 40 days, you know? And so it's, it's never. And so I think sometimes people, people lose that, you know? And that's why a moment a moment of engaging in sin, a moment, you know, of weakness, a moment of vulnerability can cost you so much. And that's, to me, what happened to Esau is he was in a vulnerable state. He was weak. He was hungry. You know what I'm saying? And the main thing wasn't the main thing anymore. 
And so when you lose sight of the main thing, I mean, man, he's right there to destroy you. I mean, he wants to, the Bible is the Bible said, devour you. Yeah. You know, he don't want to, he just wants to devour you. And so that's what happens when we're weak and vulnerable. And that's why it's so important to do more yeah. spiritually um, just to be able to, to keep our guard. You know, it says be on guard. And so as soon as you let your guard down, that's when he slides in. Yeah. You mentioned don't engage in a moment of sin and miss your future blessing. Yeah. So just one moment. Yeah. 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 Just one moment. That's powerful, man. Um, the comparison game, you, 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 you focused on both sides. You said yeah. Esau lacked faith. The one important thing that was needed to possess the promise. And then Jacob believed, but he went about it in the wrong manner. Yeah, it's a faith thing. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that's why I think Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are pillars of our faith. Yeah. You, know? you said it earlier, man. Um, he, the intentions, I, I think, he took it all upon himself. Yeah. yeah. Jay, you know, it, it's yeah. waiting for God's timing in this was not part of Jacob's DNA. Yeah. I had a couple, or a, a, a father and a daughter come up to me after the service yesterday, and they said, uh, can I ask you a question? And, you know, obviously I'm like, yeah, of course. And so they said, um, was it God's plan? for Jacob to steal the birthright? And that's a great question. You know, it was God's plan for Jacob to, I think, have the birthright, but I'm not confident to say it was God's plan for Jacob to steal it, you know? And then they said, well, how would he have gotten it otherwise? And I said, I don't know. That's kind of the complexity of God, right? Like, how would he have got that? How would the younger have served the older? I don't know, but I would have loved to have seen it played out God's way. But instead, we don't see it play out God's way, you know? And then the dad said, well, maybe maybe God just knew this was going to happen. And I'm like, well, of course God knew it was going to happen. But it doesn't mean that he wanted it to happen this way, you know? And so just lots of correlation in our own life. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so, it, was a, it was a prophecy from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, was, was going to happen. The older will serve the younger. It was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen God's way, though. I, you know, it would have been yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. but... So, That's great because one other thing, and I don't, I don't know, I know you could talk on these things all day <laughs> long. Um, but one of the other crazy things is, you know, Jacob, um, and again, I don't want to steal Tad's thunder from this week if he chooses this, but so Jacob, um, you know, wrestles with God, uh, which is a crazy story. Um, but he wrestles with God, then God changed his name to Israel and people of Israel, children of Israel, right? Came out of that. So great things came out of Jacob in the same breath um, Esau had a descendant as well, which is interesting. And his probably most famous descendant is Herod the great. And I don't know if you know who Herod the great is, but a couple thousand years later, um, Herod the great put out a decree that all uh, the little babies should be killed. And, uh, it was one of those interesting things where it's mm. like the king that eventually tried to kill the Messiah was a direct descendant from Esau. That's insane. So generational wow. choices have generational consequences, you know? That's and crazy. so, yeah, when you look at it, it's kind of a, a crazy thing. Johannes told me something and I don't know if it's true, but it's probably is. So Johannes, if you're listening to this, I trust you. Um, but when, Herod the Great said to kill all the babies. In that year, there were only 12 baby boys born. 
that match that that age bracket. Mm. I always grew up thinking there were like hundreds, you know. Johannes said there's only twelve, and I said, "Wow." He goes, "Still makes it bad. <laughs> Don't make it any better." <laughs> but uh, well, that's just kind of an interesting wow. fact that Johannes said. But yeah. yeah, but that's the direct descendant of Esau. That's insane. So that's, yeah, it's really. Um, I don't know. That's the Bible is connected. John. There is a uh, pastor. Tim talked about symmetry. Yeah. There is a lot of symmetry in yeah. scripture. Everything ties in some way, somehow it's yeah. just how you're reading it and how yep. you're really digesting the word. Yep. Um, I think that, that that's a blessing of what we're doing this year. It's just not something we're just kind of putting a finger on, um, you know, and just getting a verse and going from there. It's something that we're like, all right, how is this connected and yeah. what, what pieces does this match? And so that's been fantastic. Um, but the end, at the end of it all, Jacob was flawed, yeah. but he was faithful. That's us, right? Yeah, that's exactly us. I mean, that's us. That's I mean, us. He, is, he is us. He is us. Yeah. So, and then I think the kind of the crazy thing is, you can't let your flaws dictate your faithfulness. Mm. And Jacob never did. And he kept making flaws. You know what I mean? I mean, he literally, he was a favorite. He hated it, you know, this, that. And then he chose a favorite in Joseph and almost cost Joseph his life. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, but he, he was just flawed, but no, but he was still, his faith was unwavering, mm. you know? And I think that's, that's what I desire. That's what I think most people listening would desire. That's what, you know, I believe our church is flawed, but our church is faithful. You know, the church is the people. And so we have a lot of flawed people, a lot of flawed people, all of us. But I think God's just called us to remain faithful and yeah. focus on the faithfulness. You know, there's going to be flaws along the way. Sure, we don't embrace them. You know, we don't we don't celebrate them. You know, yeah. we, we we ask God to forgive them, you know. But, but, but at the end of the day, it's the faithfulness that truly matters. That's fantastic, man. This was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I Way better than Tim's. <laughs> Way better than Tim's. It was good. It was what? Good. Way straight, better than Tim's. Straight to the point. Straight to the straight point. Straight to the point, bro. I love that, man. Uh, yeah, I've always said it, but Master Chad brings a very unique perspective to Scripture. Uh, just really asks the why behind the what on a lot of things that maybe we might just kind of skim over and go through. So it's fantastic to get his point of view on uh, a story that we've heard throughout many years uh, as we've grown, or may, you know, many of us have grown in the Christian journey. But thank you guys for tuning in, man. I hope it was a blessing for you guys to uh, be with us today, Pastor Chad. It was awesome, awesome. Um, and, and please follow us at, on uh, social media, on Post Sunday Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on all podcast platforms as well, iTunes and Spotify mostly. But uh, we'll be back here next week for episode 10. We're Tad really will excited. be on, right? Tad will be yeah. on with Tim us. Tim and Tad. Tim and Tad. The Tim and Tad show. <laughs> you only have two mics. You're going to have to get another mic. I'm going to have to figure something out. Figure out another mic. Yeah. We could do the Tim, Tad, and Chad. That's how we grew up. But that I, would be, I, yeah, yeah. We, we can do four. But if see, if we end up doing that, then what will happen is we'll just tell old stories that, you know. Who, dude, yeah. we, listen, a lot of people Jacob want this podcast to go God. longer. Tim wrestling Tad. I've, I've been I've been front seat to all of it. It's great. It's just getting set up so Bro, good. The two brothers used to fight so bad. That's crazy. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. 
I got some stories. Bro. Let's do it, man. Let's stories. do it. Great. Uh, We're excited for Tad to be here. Yeah, it's going to be Tad's going to do some awesome it's stuff. It's his first time. If you don't know, uh, Tad is uh, Tim's younger, our lead pastor's younger brother. He'll be preaching for the first time with us on March 5th. So tune in on um, YouTube and Facebook, Genesis Church Orlando. Um, you can find us there. We'll have our 9.30 and 11 o'clock services available. You guys can watch live, and then we're going to go deeper into those scriptures on our post-Sunday podcast. So be on the lookout because we got some great things in store for you guys. But we hope you were blessed. Have an amazing rest of the week. We'll see you back here next week. Grace and peace. Thanks for listening to the post-Sunday podcast presented by Genesis Church. A place to go further, discover more, and to learn things you possibly never have. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Genesis Church Orlando and at Post Sunday Podcast. Till next time, grace and peace to all of you.